bag of four grits. Who's, who's going to win, Moon Knight or John Cena? Mm, I think it's got to be John this Cena. This is not a jokey joke. Take this seriously. Okay, in, okay, in real life, Texan, I never wasn't going to. <laughs> How tall is John Cena? In real Cena? life, you think it's Moon Knight? How t- John Cena's fucking tall, because dude. Oscar Isaac is a small man, you know? Yeah, okay, let's see. John Cena height. I'll look up Oscar Okay, Isaac's let's height. see. Six what? one. Honestly, not as tall as I was expecting. So what is, I haven't watched the show yet. What is Moon Knight's, like, weapon of choice? What is he using? Moon. Uh, the moon. Uh, so Oscar Isaac is 5'9". <laughs> five five nine. Nine. Only four inches of difference. Well, not, not, not a huge bad. difference. It's not a lot, actually. Okay, well. But the point that I was making is that if he uses anything other than punching, he's gonna have an advantage. Because John Cena's only allowed to punch. If he does anything more than throwing a chair at somebody, he's gonna get well, yeah, a little bit trouble. Yeah, you can pull out the fucking steel trouble. chair. Yeah, but Moon Knight can pull out like a fucking sickle or whatever, and then it's like, wow. Well, I think he has. I think he has like two batons. Okay. Okay. Does he have a gun? No. no. Does John, Google if John Cena owns a gun. Does John that, Cena well, own a gun? So is this like John Cena, the wrestling persona, or the man? That's the real question. I assume. Uh, I think it's. I think it's the persona. Okay. That I still think it's John Cena. Five WWE superstars you didn't know love guns. Is John Cena one of die. them? Because then he wins. Moon Knight ki- has He got resurrected powers. one time. He has healing powers. Okay. When he's Moon Knight. That's not. That's not true. Yes, it is. They say a bunch. Um, actually, I just watched the episode of Jackson. They say you're okay. healing. You don't have he has your healing, healing powers. You don't have your healing powers without because he gets stabby stabbed in that one episode like twice through the thing through the body <laughs> through the torso. Doesn't he then die though? No, he gets stabbed through the torso. Kachoo, kachoo, and then he's like. Oh, you've really made me angry now. You've really done he, it now. And then he tur- gets his Moon Knight hood on, and then he goes, bam! And he kills all those I people. think that's just a factor of him being a tough guy, because he doesn't, like, recover. Yes, he, he does! He then dies shortly no, afterwards. And then Spoiler he goes alert. Then he goes down to the Egyptian tomb, and he doesn't have his magical power god man, and he gets <laughs> shot in the chest, bam, bam. Right. And Rami Malik's there, and he hands him the special golden tablet, and he flips over the tablet in the middle, and then the museum comes alive. No, 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 no. But he does, he does get stabbed through the chest, and they're like, "You don't have your healing powers when you don't have Mister God Man helping you, oh, whatever maybe. his name is." Yeah, I'm right. Look it up. You can Google it. Okay, sure. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to. So anyway, oh, sorry, wait, no, actually not, because we didn't decide yet. Fun. I think it's John Cena. I think John Cena wins. Mm-mm, I think it's Moon Knight. I think Moon Knight wins, because Moon Knight's allowed weapons, and John Cena would get in trouble. The wrestling people would be like, hey, That's John, true. can you come upstairs to the office? We need to talk to you about your performance lately, because you've been stabbing people on national television, <laughs> and you're not allowed to do that. But Moon Knight would get away scot-free. Yeah. Exactly. He is allowed. It's in his contract. He's just, but John Cena can rap. Is the thing we're oh, not considering. Well, we don't know if Moon Knight can rap or not. We don't have any evidence. We well, haven't so, seen him try. Well, at the end credits, at the end of the show, was there a rap about Moon Knight? No, there hasn't been yet. I mean, you know, only one season so far. Well, That's but fair. You know, maybe but, maybe you know, he can rap. Maybe season two, episode one, he starts rapping. I mean, there's in Stranger Things, you never get to see Eleven rap, but we all know that Millie Bobby Brown can do the monster rap. So <laughs> has has bars. 
if there's one thing I know about Millie Bobby Brown is she can, she can it's fucking her, eight mile up in her house. That's true. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Uh, okay, so uh, split decision. Hi, welcome to the Cool Takes podcast, the only podcast, the only bad movie podcast where the bad movies are good, actually. Every week, we mount a sincere and unironic defense of an unpopular or unliked movie in the hopes of successfully gaslighting our audience into having bad taste. And my name is Jackson McMurray. My name is Adeline Mighty Morpentine McMurray. And my name is Milo Rhodes. Milo they Rhodes. They call me and Milo. Today, Milo. Milo. We're speaking about the phenomenon, the, Milo. the sweep. Morbius. Uh, so hey, Michael, hey, hey, hey. Milo, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> do they do Michael, that? you gotta remember. become a yes, vampire, Michael. No, he. Goes, I watched Milo. this movie Michael. literally opening night, and it is currently May 9th. It has been more than a month since Michael. I've seen this play. Oh my god! It took us so long. I texted you guys when I got out of the theater. I was like, "Emergency Morbius episode," <laughs> and apparently, to you guys, that meant let's hang around for a month and see what happens. But, but I a, meant it. You were coming into a very intense climate with your very political opinion about Morbius. Uh-huh. And it was just the market was oversaturated. And That's Keisha was in Mexico true. and they don't let you watch Morbius yeah, in Mexico. Vampires That's true, are, they outlawed him the, there. The version of Morbius in Mexico is about a goat. A goat sucker. A chupacabra. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> yeah. <A> chupacabra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The film works exactly the same way. Have they done an El Chupacabra superhero yet? I don't think so. It's because... Google it. I'm sure they did something okay. weird in the 60s. Here's the thing, is that the problem with me is that whenever I think of El Chupacabra, I think of a goat that is a vampire. I just think of a vampire goat. <laughs> but Chupacabra means goat sucker. But it is the goat that is being sucked, not the goat that is doing the sucking. It'd be a vampire goat. Isn't a vampire goat better, though? (laughs) It just, Keisha, I don't know how to tell you this. It's just, it's just kid slang for somebody who's the greatest of all time at sucking. (laughs) You call them El Chicago. Who is Morbius? And we all know. Who is Morbius? And then we all want to pick him for the basketball team. He's the goat sucker. <laughs> He's the goaded sucker. Anyway, and then he hangs around the neighborhood at night. And then when your mom points out the window, she goes, "Oh, there's El Chupacabra eating our goats." He's just yeah, really like, getting some sweet dunks and in. He goes, it's all slang. I am fed up. Uh, okay, 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 okay. So, more here, here's my thing about Morbius. It, this is a movie that is like I've I've spoken before at great lengths on this podcast about my ethos about, like, bad movies, quote-unquote. Yes. Like, I don't like the so bad it's good. I don't like the I like it ironically. You, you've uh, talked about it so much so that it's literally the backbone of the podcast now. Right, yes. But maybe this is Morbius, popular release movie. Maybe this is somebody's first episode. First I'm just going to hey. launch in to, like, <laughs> you guys all know how I feel about this, that, or the other thing. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah, never going to explain anything. my opinion again. <laughs> yeah, uh... But this is a movie that genuinely, I think, challenges that ethos. <laughs> I think that, like... Yeah. <laughs> it, Which is to say that, like, usually I try to say, like, 
if you like something, that means that there's something good about it. Something they're doing is working for you. Like this is this is something whether it's intentional that, or not, they are doing whether it's intentional like. or not. Yeah. Something about this movie as an object is has some kind of charm, is in some way working for you on some level, and that has value in and of itself. All of that said, you know, and on that level, I like Morbius kind of a lot. Yes. But I also, it's a weird thing because on a fundamental level, almost everything about the movie is kind of repulsive to me on <laughs> yeah. multiple levels. Because, like, not only is it, like, the ultimate, like, bloated corporate superhero oversaturation mm-hmm. nightmare that I kind of don't want to support under any circumstances. And, like, let alone the fact that it is, like, starring, uh, like, for real pedophile as, like, a big movie star vehicle. Yeah! And, like... Fuck that! Just, like, stop everything for a second. Right now, it's the fuck Jared Leto power minute. <laughs> fuck that guy. But <laughs> he like, sucks. And, like, both of those things combined, it's, like, on a fundamental level, as an object, I, I'm kind of repulsed by this movie, but at the same time, the experience of watching it, I kind of like extremely a lot. And... <laughs> That and I don't, and that makes me hesitant to be like, I think it's genuinely good because of like the things I like about it. It makes me hesitant to express myself that way because I don't want to like show genuine unironic support of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah, it's a real, it's a real, it's a real atom bomb. It's like, kind it's of just... like, um, you know, that meme that is like. Hey, look at this uh, painting. Uh, do you like this painting? Well, it was done by Hitler. You just like something that was done by Hitler. It feels like right, that. Yeah. Where it's like... A little bit. You can't separate the art from the truth of the circumstances it was made under. And this movie right. feels that way. And also, a lot of it feels... Um, this movie scrambled. feels like a painting done by Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like... A painting done by George Bush, because I kind of like his paintings, actually. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. He's pretty good. Listen. Some of, some of those George Bush paintings kind of slap, not going to lie. They're pretty good. He's got some artistic vision to him. And, like, you know, he they are really about was. how he feels bad about starting the Iraq War. Yeah. And you're like, okay, mm, <laughs> <laughs> or I guess. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I made was, some paintings about it. Does that make, does that that make it better? My, my bad, you guys. <laughs> Whoopsie, my bad. Oops, Morbius, all Iraq war. Oops, all drone <laughs> strikes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, okay, 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 okay. Can so I? I well, go hold ahead, on. Adeline. I wanted to start this podcast with a genuine question for you, Jackson. Can you okay. go through like the history of the Morbius character in the comics? Oh. Because oh, I feel I? like I feel like the quick synopsis I've been giving the people around me has been very wrong, and I've been too scared to admit that it might be very okay, wrong. Well, so I'm just gonna let you do it. So yeah, hold on. Tell me that first. Oh no! No, this is a public podcast, Jackson. <laughs> the nerds are gonna kill me. I'm no, a woman. I can't on. do this. No, okay. Well, so my books. understanding was that he. I'm foggy on the timeline, but he's a very old character, and he's just. A vampire. Like, that's it. He gets sick, <laughs> he sciences himself into a vampire, that's the character. He's, like, a beloved D-list Spider-Man, like, anti-hero villain, but that, like, came around in the 90s. Originally, he was just a vampire, and that's what Morbius was. 
And so he's just kind of like a beloved D-list guy that shows up like in modern comics so every once in a while and he's like evolved since then. Yeah, you pretty much got it. I mean, that's not too far Okay, off. was that right? Oh, thank yeah, God. Yeah, you, okay. you got the general <laughs> spirit of it. I, I do remember, because this is one of these movies that's been in production for so long and has been, like, delayed so many times. Yeah, I remember really specifically when I was home for the pandemic and working at Domino's, one of my managers, like, pulled me aside one day. And I was like, what's up? Like, I was like, am I in trouble? And she was like, Jackson, I know you're like a big comic book guy who's morbius <laughs> and, who is that and i was like oh uh well I, I mean he's a vampire like i said all that kind of stuff and she was yeah. like because i love jared leto and i'm so excited about Uh-oh. morbius <laughs> oh, <laughs> i was like okay blah, blah, okay blah, sure blah, blah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that was just a funny memory because I remember just, her like literally like pulling Morbius? me to the side at work and being like Jackson, who is Morbius? <laughs> who is uh, Morbius? So yeah, to okay. You? Here's here's the fun story about Morbius. Uh, the thing about Morbius is that he's kind of newer than you think he might be. Yeah. Um, but uh, so here here's what's up. In the like 40s and 50s, there was that huge moral panic about comic books. Just like there were with movies, just like there were with video games later. Mm-hmm. And um, they do pretty much exactly the same thing that these like massive mediums always kind of do when there's a big moral panic, which is that rather than be regulated, rather than be regulated by the government, they, they make opt a to, vampire. <laughs> they <laughs> opt to form their own regulation board as a private institution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's that's what the the um, Hayes Code was. Uh, that's yeah. you know what the MPAA does, and there was the Comics Code for comic books. Um, and through the 40s and 50s, there were a lot of really really strict rules about what you could put in a comic book. And all through the 40s, 50s, and 60s, they had really really strict rules about ghosts and ghouls and vampires and mummies and <laughs> goblins because jesus absolutely doesn't like those things yeah no jesus hates those things <laughs> if you try to put a fucking dracula in your book jesus is not gonna like it Mm-mm. um so He's for years and years and years and be like hey i thought we had a deal <laughs> right so for years and years and years and years there's like no spooky shit in like mainstream like published comic books until uh, 1971, when they just decide to be cool about it. <laughs> like, yeah, go for it. It was just one of those things. Yeah. It was like, it's been so long. And they were like, okay. Uh, you, and our next like revision to the rules, like for 1971, they were like, by the way, we don't care yes, if you do fucking vampires shit. or whatever. Like yeah. this, this doesn't really matter. There's uh, so many more problems going on in the world. <laughs> exactly. Watergate. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> they were like, the Vietnam War is still <laughs> happening. Go ahead. Like Go you ahead. can Spider Man can punch a vampire <laughs> if he wants to. We don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, so, but Marvel, especially, I mean, DC to a lesser extent, but Marvel has this explosion of fucking ghosts and ghouls and goblins and shit. Like, within a year, they introduce Morbius, the werewolf by night, Blade, Ghost Rider, and Swamp Thing. <laughs> They're just like, go, 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 go. Like, we're all in on this right now. I said Swamp Thing. That's the DC one. Man Thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, Jackson, you have to just turn to in your card. How dare you? you the biggest Man Thing fan of them all. Kind of. Um, I'm, not being, I'm not joking about this. Oh, I'm sure. Sincere. I 
love Man Thing. Man Thing's my jam. I know you do. I know you do. So, and Morbius was truly, I mean, you, you pretty much got it out of line. It's just like, he, it's like a new twist on an old classic. He wasn't like bit by a vampire. He's like a scientist with a rare blood disease and he, he turns scientist himself into a vampire into I'm gonna a get by mistake, yeah. trying to cure his blood disease. And it's that famous, uh, uh, Gary Conway comic book series where Spider-Man grows four extra arms yeah, and he's yeah. like, fuck, I got to talk to a scientist or something. And then he, <laughs> I like, I guess <laughs> and he finds a scientist and it's like, Oh fuck, this is a bad one. He's a vampire. <laughs> oh, uh, no. I mean, I should have looked up, of... looked up some Yelp reviews. <laughs> Name a good scientist in the Spider-Man universe. You got scientists. Damn. That's a bat. Scientists turn. No arm turns into a lizard. Scientists. Right, robot, wait, fucking robot wait, octopus fucking, wait, fucking wait. Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man. Reed Richards. Reed Richards. Okay, but they're busy. They they make the leap from scientist to superhero. Once you're that's a superhero, fair. you're Someone no longer a scientist. Someone who's just a scientist. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Also, yeah, I, so, yeah, the Hulk. The Hulk <laughs> in Bruce Banner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but Morbius, so he's like kind of a Spider-Man villain. And he's, but he sort of becomes like an anti-hero. And he it's has like a thing. real moment in the 90s. Like when the like anti-hero thing is really kicking off, it's just all so, exploding. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, we're giving Venom his own series. Oh, we're giving Morbius his own series. We're giving Blade his own series. Like all that kind of stuff. Was Blade um, originally a villain? Um, n- not really. He was sort of like the edgier vampire hunter mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to the more the straight-laced vampire, vampire hunters. Hunter. Yeah, uh, in Werewolf by Night <laughs> by. <laughs> Uh, Marv Wolfman, Marv Wolfman's run on Werewolf by Night. Nuh-uh. What other time would you be a werewolf? I know. I love Werewolf by Night because it's, it's so redundant. Like, of yeah. course it is. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, it's not redundant in the Twilight universe. You can be a werewolf damn. whenever you That's damn true. well please. Anytime you want to be. <laughs> But what I love about Morbius the film is, like, knowing that that's what the character is. A man sciences himself into a vampire to stop his blood disease. So that's the that's the original concept. You'll never fucking believe what the movie is about. I mean, it's about pretty much that. I a mean, man yeah. sciences himself into a vampire. But that's it. There's no other conflict. <laughs> we don't do anything else. That's he, the movie. He sciences another too guy. many men into being vampires. <laughs> Milo. Which and I want to be clear, Milo, played wonderfully here by Matt Smith, is a totally invented character. Oh, this I is, could tell. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> like, I knew that is one of the things that I find so hilarious. Confusing backstory about him. <laughs> right. That is uh, uh, what. Like one of the fascinating things about this movie is that it is like so like aesthetically devoted to being like this is the edgier, darker, smarter version of a superhero movie. But it is, like, so slavishly devoted to the, like, Marvel superhero <laughs> movie formula to the point where they can't even put a real villain in it. They're like, I guess we just make up a, like, mirror evil version of him just because that's what you have to do in these The things. conflict is so stupid because it's like, okay, you've got these two little boys. One of them is British and continues to be British. Uh-huh. But they got they got they got bad blood. What do you mean? And Taylor Swift showed British. up and gave them the bad he blood. Continues to be British. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> he never, they never stops being British. They don't find a cure for that. They don't yeah, cure the British, and they still haven't. He still has it, even as a corpse. He's still British. 
But so they got the two little boys. They got the bad blood. I made. I'll make a funny yeah. joke about Taylor Swift again. And, and then, now they got problems. And, and they, they grow. Yeah, and then they grow up, and then Matt Smith gets rich somehow doing something. Yeah, no, uh, I think not he started rich. Who, That's the only way we'll you never can know. get rich. In real life. But then Michael, Mr. Morby, Mighty Morbin time, he doctor turns into, you. he turns into a doctor and he like is really good at it and he invents fake blood, which was very nice of him. Uh, so then, uh, in order to not have bad blood anymore, he turns himself into a vampire and he's like, oh, this blows. Uh, but then <laughs> Matt, Matt Smith this also- blows. This is blows. Uh, this is not a vibe. I don't like this. A gag with a spoon. This sucks. <laughs> so, fuck. But then Matt Smith turns himself into the vampire because he doesn't want bad blood anymore either. Right. And Morpheus is just like, how could you? I have to kill you about this. We have to fight about it. We have to physically well, actually fight. Well, no, but not I at mean, first. Okay, no, 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 no. Yes what happens first. is that yes Morpheus. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Morpheus turns Morbius. into a vampire. Mighty Morpheus kill- Power Rangers. <laughs> Morpheus from the Matrix turns into a vampire. <laughs> he kills eight people. Uh-huh. But they're and bad then guys. Matt they're Smith baddies. turns into no 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 they were neutral men. They were bad. And then no, uh, Matt Smith to, turns into a vampire things. and kills like two one person. He kills the lady in the hallway yeah, and that's like a single mom who's a nurse who has <laughs> blood diseases. But then more. But then Morbius is like, how could you kill somebody? And it's like, dog, you killed eight people. Like it's there's just, a it's, difference though. Because yeah. Michael Morbius, Michael Morbius is doing it on accident. He can't control himself. But Matt Smith is doing it on purpose. That's horrific. And Alan. that's why we gotta kill him. And that's why we gotta kill him. Yes. And then they immediately stop being friends. And then, uh, and then Milo turns into the Joker a little bit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because and they run yeah, summation in uh, in a train station <laughs> so that Morbius can learn how to fly. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so cool. Oh do, my god. Okay. Here's the scene. thing about that scene. Here's uh-huh. the thing is that the Matt Smith parts are just so hilarious. Like, I they're so love, funny. I so, so, so sincerely love Matt Smith in this movie. I think he's he is doing fun the Lord's work. But that, he's like doing do like, what he can inside of the shitty movie. He's uh-huh. like really doing it. I kind of like th- when he jumps in front of the train, though. Like I like the way that the echolocation looks. I think it's a cool choice. With like the weird little t- like weird little spider legs in his ears. Yeah, yeah well, it's I know. I don't love that as much, but I think that's just a me thing. It gets, it freaks me out. But I like the coloration. <laughs> like I think that's cool. Instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. Like, it's like, really cool. cool. Yeah, like all of the like fuzziness. I don't know how else to describe everything. It. Gets like <laughs> misty. Everything turns into a mist. Yeah, like it's but textured. I love, what I adore about that scene is so it like starts. They like they're like chasing each other, and Michael is like, no, "Milo, how could you do this? How could you be a vampire? How could you do this?" <laughs> and he's like, "I've been sick my whole life. I think I deserve it." And then they like fight. And so Michael just, like, walks away from him quickly, and Milo just follows after him quickly till they get to the train station. And then he starts running at him in slow motion with these big spirit Halloween gray claw hands and a fucking spirit (laughs) Halloween mask animated onto his face. Matt Smith and his weird body running in slow motion straight <laughs> at the camera a for like man. a full minute, 
until the until the bus comes and Morpheus jumps in front of it and learns how to fly. That's every the time, whole scene. Every time you say Morpheus, I'm finding you one dollar. That's fine. I can afford it. Uh, I, I, I think thought, that I like okay. Right. Uh, I I I mean I just want to reiterate how much I love Matt Smith in this movie. Uh, he because like here's the thing on Doctor Who. Where, which was like Matt Smith's like breakout role. He had yeah. like very few acting credits before Doctor Who, which is crazy. Uh, like the thing, at least to me, that really stands out about his performance in Doctor Who is that he weirdly is very sinister and scary sometimes. Oh, like yeah. whenever he gets serious on that show, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, what is this guy capable of? <laughs> this guy's been alive for too long. Maybe he's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Um, and he just has this weird innate sinisterness that I'm really yeah. happy he's like steering into right now because he was like the evil rapist in uh, Last Night in Soho last year, mm-hmm. a movie that is okay, but I think <laughs> I he's really it good. To be in good. It. The trailers were really I good. Know. I was like, oh, this looks yeah. really fun. It's fine. I think it, I think it also fell prey to that like. We've seen these trailers for like a year and a half now because of yeah. the pandemic yeah, thing. And then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just okay. Like, it's fine. But like, yep. that's not their fault. It's not their fault that a pandemic happened. But now <laughs> yeah. that you, now we're talking about Last Night Soho makes me want to watch Old Beach again. <laughs> Mm, old, 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 old. old maybe beach, old beach. maybe that's the third of our because if we're doing our Halloween month like we usually do, Halloween. we gotta find three movies besides Bewitched to talk about. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh huh. Uh huh. Maybe oh. it's maybe it's Malignant Old. Keisha, did last you just say you don't want to watch Bewitched again? <laughs> I, Keisha Rhodes, no, did you just I say? I didn't finish my sentence. I said I don't want to talk about Bewitched again because <laughs> I, I know it's gonna be brutal. Keisha, you're kicked I, out of the podcast. Your whole personality trait is that you liked Bewitched. I do like Bewitched. I don't want to talk about reason you're here. Again. We've got to do Bewitched every year. We committed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we can talk off mic if you actually don't want to do it. But, but if only if we get to do Malignant and Old. Yeah, we're gonna. I think it's got to be Malignant Old last night in Soho. I think yes, those are yes. our. That's our triumvirate. I, we gotta have one more fun one. We I gotta maybe put we in like fucking Scooby Doo and the Living something. Sharks or whatever. Oh, we gotta have one fun we one. We wanted to do none. I'm <gasps> just remembering. Yo! Oh, yeah! Yeah, that's a good monster. We could do. Yeah, maybe we don't do Last Night in Soho. Because that movie got, like, middling to bad reviews, and I felt, like, middling to good about it. I don't know how good that is for a podcast episode. <laughs> valid. Um, but anyway, Morbius. Uh, Dr. Michael Morbius. Is I love a movie about two friends who become enemies. I'll give you a Mm. list right now. Uh, Mm. We got The Prince of Egypt, a fantastic, like. True. They start off and then, you know. The Bible. Well, yes, but I mean, the way that DreamWorks did it, really good. Uh, the mm, eh, that was really the only example I had. The um, prestige, the, the prestige, prestige, prestige. Fox, Fox in the house. <laughs> um, Captain uh, America: Civil War. Oh yeah, that's it's a good, good movie. Yeah, that's, yeah. No, yeah, that's a great example. That's really good. Because then you see, because I like it when when the, they're fighting at the end, but like neither one of them wants to hurt each other you can tell that like this is an argument for them but now they've got these like 
amplified vampire powers to the point where it's mm. like a problem, you know? I wish that they'd gotten um, better, A, better kid actors, and B, like, mm-hmm. had written it so that they do become friends on screen. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, right, yeah. yeah. There's, they only interact for two minutes when they're kids. Right. And they're, like, Dr. Man's like, hello, Michael, this is, uh, what's his real, Lucius, and you're like, oop, that's a bad, that's a, that's the devil's name. Uh-oh. They- they do this weird thing where at first Michael calls him Milo because that was the first kid that was yeah. their name, but yeah, the kids keep dying, like so he just keeps up. calling them Milo. Which it's is like fucked the up, worst but- version of like fucking trying to do Joss Whedon superhero writing yeah. and being so shitty at it. It's yeah. the oh, worst. Yeah. Well, but it's, like, at first, that's how they show it. Like, oh, Michael is a shitty kid, and through his friendship with this other kid, he becomes less shitty. No, for sure. But he just keeps calling him that, and it doesn't stop being fucked up. But here's the deal, is that if they'd at least showed scenes of, like... He's like, nope, you're just Milo to me. Cut to another day. They're, like, reading next to each other, and, like... They they notice they have they have like they're reading the same book and they're like ah ha they're ha, both ha. reading Twilight and then they and then they read then they're playing chess together or they're whatever and then you can see they like become friends and then Milo starts to die you know because he like faints or whatever and he's like oh no his blood machine's not working and then you see that he's a genius fixes the it. blood machine with a pen with a pen right, or right. whatever but that ha- that he heals him. Within two minutes of them meeting, <laughs> and, and yeah. then they immediately send him to go be a genius doctor in the United States. So he, they like aren't actually friends. Like you don't ever see them be friends on screen until they're adults. Right. But they have good chemistry. Like Matt Smith and Jared Leto have really good chemistry when they're like walking down the streets of New York together. And yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's so good. So it's just I so have funny. A- I have a confession to make, which is that I kind of really like Jared Leto's performance in this. I know, I know it, it sucks. sucks. It's the worst. <laughs> it, it has, it has like big Tom Cruise energy to me. Yeah. Where he's got like sort of a bizarre sort of vacancy, but is like si- still simultaneously like very charismatic in spite of it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, in that very Tom Cruise way. I'm kind of, I'm kind of all in on on good Jared Leto's performance in this movie, uh, and I just want it on the record that I agree with all of Jared Leto's decisions uh, on Stop and off screen. This. Thank you. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> We're gonna get funny. dragged down with you as all your fault for this. Like, <laughs> like B-side B- 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 joke, oh my god. Known internet podcaster Jackson McMurray gets dragged through the street. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen in the future. For saying that Jared Leto is quote-unquote kind of good in <laughs> Morbius. You don't know where you're gonna be in five years. You don't know where Jared Leto's gonna be in five years. It's not Hopefully worth putting jail. out there in the, in the ether. I don't know about known podcaster. That seems generous. Unknown podcaster, <laughs> Jackson Again, McMurray. Saying, you don't know what's gonna happen in the next five That's years. True. No one will know. That's true. If I am getting canceled for this ten years from now, you can, I don't know, You can cancel me. Like, this isn't me trying to weasel out of it, but can we all just acknowledge it's really funny? 
Like, this is me speaking to you in the future. Like, if I'm on trial, if I'm being censored. Yeah, play this in the courtroom. Yeah, just like, I want everybody to know, this is not me making excuses. Just like, everybody take a second and, like, laugh a little bit at it, because it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty, it's like a goof. Can I also add something to the court docket, then? Just for the record. Oh, yes, please. Uh, Mm -hmm. Jackson McMurray. Jackson Forrest McMurray is, in fact, Uh the Zodiac Killer. You found him. Oh, fuck. Oh, damn. It It took you years. (gasps) You figured it out. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Hello. Hello, future. Hello, future courtroom. I'd like to approach the... I would like to digitally, in in a audio (laughs) format, approach the judge. Uh Uh-huh. The I bench. got like places I gotta be, and like I, like I'm younger than him, so like he's gonna be like old, old, but I'll still be like fine. I got like things to do today. If you could like not put me in the proceedings, cause like I wanna like, I don't know. I'll probably like have like chores to do, and I can like get a boba anytime. I just don't want to be like tied up and all this, you know. So I'm just gonna slip out the back, you know. Are you wait? I'm confused. Are you wait, also are on you, trial, or are, are you, you a witness? Well, we're getting dragged down by you. You're, oh. you're attached. The podcast is being put on trial. So this is your oh, argument yeah. that you're gotcha. not part of this. Yeah, gotcha. that I should just be allowed to go. You know, that's what that's what every person who's who's been arrested for a crime says. They say I actually have things to do. So <laughs> yeah, I just I can't don't be wanna. here. Can that's I, what like, Matt not? Smith should have done. He should have been like, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want I I don't want to which actually he kind of does <laughs> like Morbius is right. like hey you're like murdering people and you like it like that's kind of messed up and he's like yeah I'm gonna go to the bars now <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> anyway what I wanted this movie so two things like I like first of all Matt Smith's performance is so good because like so much of his persona I mean a lot of it is coming off of Doctor Who and even why it's like good in Doctor Who so much of his, like, persona is based off of this, like, kind of, like, kind of geeky, funny, like, charismatic guy. He's just, like, charming and funny, and you, like, want to be friends with him, and he's kind of, like, weird and otherworldly. So you're like, look at this guy. He's fun. I want to be around him. And he does that at the beginning of this movie, too. Right. Where he's just, like, a rich dude, and they're, like, walking around and being buds. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, I like this guy. And then when this when something sinister happens coming from this person that you were so excited and happy to be around a second ago that's what's so shocking and so good about it like that's like that's matt smith's bread and butter it's so good (laughs) and like taking advantage of that i wanted this movie to be about like when like it's i mean exactly the conversation of like incels of like men who think that they are deserved things because of like they believe that they are slighted even if they weren't or even if they were it's like i was bullied in high school so i deserve to have a hot girlfriend i grew up with blood cancer so i deserve to be a vampire like i wanted the movie to like be in conversation with that i mean that scene where he goes to the bar and starts flirting with the girl should have been that she should have been like go away i don't know you and he should have killed her because he felt that he deserved her companionship but instead she's just like into it even though her boyfriend's there it's such a weird weird tone deaf scene it's so weird he just like he's just like being charming matt smith and like walks up to this girl and she's like ha 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 and then her boyfriend is like, Dad's my, stop making moves at my girlfriend, bro. And then, like, kicks sand in his face. And then the nerd gets to kill him. Like, it's like... Right, right. It's, like, not written with the understanding of what's happening. It's, like, written from the perspective of the nerd thinking that he's cool and deserves to get the girl. It's just, like, so... 
It's nothing. This whole movie is about nothing. But like what you're I said, failing to consider is that Matt Smith is hot. Is the thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, listen. I I appreciate him so much as an actor. I do not think that he is unattractive. He's got a weird looking face, and oh, I think on. that's to but his he advantage. He does. He's, he's got, got that, like, pink shirt on. He's at the bar. He starts talking to you. He's like, what's up, baby? Like, come on. He's, like, 20 years older than also, that girl, he's too, like, though. Very, he's, very, he's got charming dialogue, you know? Yeah. And that's he attractive. Does. I don't know. I feel like uh, they just needed to There's definitely an age gap in that scene. She is with, presumably, her boyfriend, or at least another man that she is hanging out with. And he's got Matt Smith's weird face. Hello, court judge. This is my evidence. So I'd like to bring to the table. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm, looked, I I'm checking like out the Wikipedia just... plot synopsis here. Okay. Um, okay. I would just like to uh, write into the record uh, if it pleases the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sentence from Wikipedia, which is that. Uh, hold on, <laughs> let me make sure I've got it. Uh, uh, 25 years later, Morbius publicly declines the Nobel Prize for his work with synthetic blood. Yeah, that's period. actually kind of lit. That's kind of the, that's kind of a sleigh. You that's kind of baller. Pretty hardcore. Next sentence. His colleague, Martine Bancroft, discovers he has secretly captured hundreds of vampire bats from Costa Rica <laughs> in the yeah, hopes of splicing yeah. <laughs> their genes with his own. I thought, <laughs> listen... I thought that we were done with giving every superhero a girlfriend he has no chemistry with for no reason. I thought we were done with that, like, as a society. I didn't. But Morbius has proved me wrong. What made that you he gets think that we were done? Because I don't it know. happens every time and there's no I thought we were stopping. done with that after Thor. I thought we were done after that, but apparently we're still doing it. I'm going like, to you to keep Thor the Dark World's name out your fucking mouth, Adeline. I'm tired yeah, of this. I'm sick I'm of the slander against... You know like what's Thor good? Um, uh, if we didn't have Thor the Dark World, you know what we wouldn't have? <laughs> that scene where Loki turns into Captain America and he goes, yeah, hell yeah. oh, I can feel, the, I can feel the, the victory flowing through my veins. It's so Listen, good. listen, listen. That, like, scene where they're, like, trying to get Loki out of the prison, then they're, like, all, like, working together, even though they yeah, hate each other. Good. I like that scene. All the shit with the aliens and the stone and the her science scene shit. I hate all that stuff. Hey, that's and that scene with all it. of Thor's friends is so short. It's such a small part of the movie. Then they all fucking die. It sucks. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's anyway. But that's, in, but that's in Thor Ragnarok, though, so. Damn. And Thor Ragnarok's bad. I hate to. Um, I no, don't know. There's actually a, there's a lot of friends stuff in Thor: The Dark World. Actually, they're like swinging around and stuff. Damn, they're, they're pals, and then they get murdered. And that's on Taika Waititi. <laughs> that's anyway, on that's on Waititi. So when, so Morbius, I feel like what they're trying to do is they were trying to do that like. The two friends, you know, like one friend, it like seems like really hard and like mean on the outside, but on the inside has a heart of gold. And then the inverse where it's like someone seems nice and soft and sweet. And then but on the inside, they're really insidious. But I feel like they got too wrapped up in like Matt's like I feel like some things were justifiable where he was like, um, yeah, what the hell, dude? Like, why are you like? you were supposed to save both of us. Like, I think this was implied or it just was shown off screen, but that like, because Morbius had the brains and Milo had the resources, it was like, we'll save each other. Like we're working together to yeah. save each other. Mm-hmm. And so right. from Matt Smith's point of view, it's like, dude, what the hell? Like, 
hey, you said you were going to help me. You said you were going to help all of these people, all of these kids who will have like the same problem as us. And like, you're going to live and I'm going to die. Like, what the hell? You like you promised me in your little letter folded up into an origami penguin. Which he just <laughs> keeps fucking doing. For like, no never discernible reason. But I like it. I think it's cute. So Could have been an origami bat. That would have been better. Yeah. Well, it was pretty good. At one point, one of the, it was at one, one point. Was I don't remember when. I, I, I literally scene. had forgotten about the origami thing until right this instant. I did so it. It's because it's nothing. Jackson, it's because yeah. they don't nothing. do anything with it, but I think okay, it's here's, cute. <laughs> here's what I want to say. I think that this movie is very much of a piece with Venom in a lot of ways. And it, yeah. Yeah, like, it literally it, is. They, they name him. They call him right, by right. name. Well, no, they don't, because they cut that out of the movie. And no, hey, they call him yes, by crime. No, they didn't. They, they, he still says, I am fed up, but he doesn't go, right. oh, yeah, just kidding, because me, Mr. Michael Morbius. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what's good. That's the good part, though. That is the good part, yeah. They, <laughs> uh, they didn't put it in the movie. Anyway, but, like, what I'm trying, it's just, it is weird that people just decided they liked Venom anyway. And they did not extend the same courtesy to Morbius, you know? Because <laughs> well, I feel like, like Venom has the advantage of being first. I think that is genuinely a lot of it. And that, people like, know about Venom. And already. people already, yeah, people, Venom is beloved. We all have a very clear image of what Venom is supposed to be. So when the movie came out and he's, like, weird and there's a lot of homo- homoeroticism, like, people are like, this is weird. I kind of like this. Right. Like, this isn't the image I had in my head of my good friend Venom. And then with Morbius... Who we, if you're not a comic book star, you don't know a lot about other than he's a vampire. And then in the movie, he's just kind of a vampire. You're right. like, okay, great. I, I'm glad that he's a vampire. Like, there's nothing, like, there's nothing, there's no depth to this movie. There's no depth in, like, the comedy. There's no depth in, like, the character performances other than Matt Smith. Like, it's just, like, so surface level. He sciences himself into a vampire End of movie. I forgot the part where he kills his girlfriend, but not actually. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> this is a Marvel movie. Uh, no, 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 no. But then Milo. Just, uh, Milo kills, like, everybody in the last scene of this movie. It's yeah. so yeah. wild. He kills, like, three of the named characters in this movie. Yeah. In, like, one fell swoop, and that's what makes Michael Morbius angry enough to fight him. And, like, okay. There's only five characters in this entire movie. Like, there's, like, it's just nothing. I mean, that so was the case in Venom, too, though. Like, there's just, and Venom, too. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's and, fair, like, but we like Venom. <laughs> what I love about this movie is just the hubris of it because every fiber of this movie feels like they're planning on making a trilogy of Morbius Oh, you yeah. know that they are. Like, yeah, because they're, they're putting all like, of their goddamn Sinister Six eggs into this basket. Yeah. Inside of Morbius, yeah. So it's it's like everything, it's like feels like such an capital O origin story and like mm-hmm. it almost like feels like an incomplete unit in a lot of ways. It feels like Dune part one. Like you're like, <laughs> yeah. and we'll pick this back up in Morbius Tor to Mor- Torbius. <laughs> Morbius Torbius. I was trying to find a fun way to put two in Morbius, but Morbius Torbius is as good as I'm going to get. <laughs> Morbius. Jackson. Morbius. Morbius. Okay, of course, of course, of course. Morbius to Morbius. Morbius. Uh, so good. Uh, and like, and part of that is also like the cops, the two like oh buddy cops played by fucking 
uh, yeah. Tyrese Gibson and what's his name? Tyrese Gibson's buddy. Uh, yeah. He's low key one of my favorite performances in this movie. Not Tyrese Gibson, the white cop. Uh, yeah, what's that no, actor's he's, name? he's having fun. Uh, uh, oh, I guess he's Hispanic. Al Madrigal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. For some reason, he just seems really dialed in, and I like his energy. I oh, know. yeah. Oh, yeah. This weird, like, he's, like, sarcastic, but also, like, not taking it seriously. Like, I, right. he's just got a good energy to him. He gets the vibe. Yeah, um, I mean, like, I feel like the cops are a really good example of how, like, I appreciate that we're trying to get, like, a tighter movie, you know, like, an hour 45 or whatever, but, like... All of the th- all of their scenes, they do implied detective work rather than like we see oh them God. figure it out. They're like, right. oh yeah, uh, this boat, which we never see them like get onto the boat. I didn't even realize that they were doing the science boat experiment until like they were like, we gotta go down uh, onto the into the the inner boat. I don't know how a boat talk works. I can't remember. But <laughs> I was like, the oh, boat. they're doing it now? I was, I like, but like, I don't know. So we like have the, to go down into the boat's tummy. Into the boat's tummy. <laughs> <laughs> the boat's tummy. But like the, the detectives full on, like they have one scene where they're like, yes, we saw eight, eight, we found eight people murdered on this little boat. But this boat was was purchased by Michael Morbius's best friend Milo, and Milo was supposed to be looking for a cure. Blah blah blah. And I was like, "How do all these? How do these cops know all this stuff? Like, why can't we right. watch them figure it out? Because that's fun when like you get this cat and mouse thing happening. But it's like you get right. an the accidental Sherlock. cat. You get an accidental cat with an accidental mouse. You know? And yeah, yeah. And Sherlock. here's the thing. Okay, I have I have multiple things to say about Tyrese Gibson, but first of all, I just want to make note the cops do absolutely jack shit in this movie. And they they serve no narrative function at all. They um, chase him up Tyrese the building. Tyrese Gibson loves this movie. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so we were all making jokes about how bad Morbius was and being sarcastic about how it's the best movie of all time, right? And there is yeah, this yeah. image that was going around Instagram that was like Martin Scorsese says Morbius is true cinema, <laughs> some blah blah blah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Tyrese Gibson saw and like screenshotted and reposted and was like so sincere, like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Thank you, oh Martin god, Scorsese. No. It's so good to oh be no. appreciated, or some shit like uh. that. Like, not even slightly a joke. And oh there are no. like I've that's seen di- multiple interviews with him where he's like I'm just so fucking proud of this movie, man. I don't know how many we're making, but I am like on for the ride. I'm going to show up for this thing because I'm so passionate about it. Oh, he no. loves Morbius. Here's another thing. Oh. Here's something I'm just finding from the from the Wikipedia article, which is so funny. Uh, which is, it says, while Tyrese Gibson described uh, Detective Stroud as a superhero with a high-tech weapons-grade arm, in the film, all scenes featuring this arm were cut. Oh no! Oh no! Poor buddy! Oh, that sucks! Oh, oh, oh man! Why do you stop everything? This the cop that does nothing about bullshit had a fucking Robocop arm the whole Which they time. cut out of the movie. But Why we just didn't know that? about it. 
Why would oh they my, do they, that? They like reverse J.K. Rowling does. They like did the opposite. <laughs> they took something stupid out because it had no context. Damn. <laughs> oh, do you think he loves that robot arm? And they're gonna have a sequel, and he's not gonna have it. And he's gonna be like, but wait, in the first one, didn't I have a robot arm? And they're gonna be like, no, we put that straight in the trash, friend. We're not doing that. <laughs> we did. I mean, do which that. is not we new didn't for the Sony. The Sony, um, like Spider-Man verse where. You know how, like, they cut out all of the Mary Jane Watson scenes in The Amazing Spider-Man 2? And so, like, she really just doesn't exist in the universe. Like, to Uh, the point where uh, Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker, was like, yep, I've never loved again since I lost my 17-year-old love. Um, (laughs) And I'm almost 40 now. So, it's like... There's a lot lot unsaid. Okay, here's here's something I find hilarious. Uh, this is hearsay, but like I'm at a point with my like MCU fandom right now, where like at a certain like I don't know. I feel like the best way I can describe it is I feel like uh uh like a like a Christian who went to Bible college and it turned him into an atheist. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I'm <laughs> I'm was genuinely so interested at one point. And then I went to film school and now I'm like, oh man, this is still kind of, this like I have a weird complicated relationship with now, but that doesn't mean I will never not be invested in it. Right. I'm like one of these yeah. like, Bible scholars who like <laughs> isn't really strictly a Christian. Like that's how I feel about the MCU right now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all that to say, I've been on this like MCU leaks subreddit, which is like all the people who are like on the inside, like leaking information about Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and which I is not cool of them. <laughs> which and I've been I saw one, this is hearsay not confirmed, but like <laughs> there was talking about like the Sony arm of this whole thing, the whole like Spider-Man universe. And mm-hmm. it was like this the huge leak where they were like, here's the robot arm of Sony. And they were like, <laughs> here's all this stuff they're planning. And one of the biggest things were like they were really planning on Andrew Garfield coming back and being like their Spider-Man in this universe. And he doesn't fucking want to do that. Aww. So they're like scrambling, trying to figure out how they're going to do this when they thought yeah, they had no. a Spider-Man, but it turns out they don't, which I oh, think is no. so funny. Yeah, but it's it's like, so funny. I, it's kind of cool. I mean, they could, the way that they have it set up, they could bring it literally anybody in to be Spider-Man. Yeah, and just, just get a be new like, Spider-Man. This is our Spider- like, yeah, it would be fun. Yeah. You could start in media res yeah, because we all know that the universes are all connected now. So be like, this is our Spider-Man in this universe. We'd be yeah, like, great. Was, thanks dog. I mean, think about this Marvel. If you're listening in the future or now, now is the time to start. In everyone, the courtroom that we're in for the other yeah. thing that we said earlier. Right, everyone yeah, yeah. and The court's listening to the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah course, no, course, they're, not, they're not cutting and They're not time picking and choosing. They're doing the whole thing. Time travelers, if you're out there, let the, let the people at Marvel know in the year of our Lord 2022 that, you know, everyone and their grandma really wanted to see uh, my boy... Donald Glover mm, play right. Spider-Man. Mm, mm. If you're gonna have an older Spider-Man, make may- it Donald maybe Glover. Now it's time to right some wrongs. Maybe now it is, and then it'll be extra fun when they're like, "I thought that you were Aaron Davis. What's going on? What's happening?" I don't think he would. I don't think he would even do Spider-Man. I anymore. know he I wouldn't, like but they could try. Donald Glover has has left that has left that persona behind. He's he's like serious now i know but (laughs) Um, i'm just saying it's an option i 
I've been I think that this listen I I've been a fan of Marvel for so long I have like genuinely liked their movies from like a fan perspective and like somebody who enjoys film perspective for so long and I always thought I mean they've gotten less and less good as time has gone on but like the after credit scenes I thought occasionally were like such good little bits of storytelling to set up ideas or things that we were going to do moving forward because like at the very beginning before it was super clear that they were all connected it was like really interesting you could piece them together and they were like important like I think that after credit scenes are not inherently bad. I think oh, there's no. just so many of them and we're so used to them and bored of them that they have to be good. That being said, this is the fucking worst <laughs> after credit scene it's I have so ever funny. fucking seen. Oh my god, he Beetlejuice just gets fucking teleported <laughs> into jail. And they're like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Why is he in jail? So they let him out of jail. And then he's like, yo, what's up, Morbius? Do you want to be friends? And Morbius is like, yeah, I mean, sure, I guess. And then he looks directly into the camera and says, Spider-Man. And that's the end of the after credit scene. He doesn't it's look hot. into the camera, Adeline. He, he looks directly into the screen. He points at the, he points he says, at the camera. Hey, you he's pointing dumb, at dumb. you. Hey, you idiot! Spider-Man! You know who Spider-Man is? Oh my god. I Okay, so the people that I was watching the theater, like, at first, it was, the theater was empty. Two, it was like a Friday night. The theater was empty. Two seconds before the showing starts, two 40-plus men sit in front of me, and then a whole bunch of teens just, like, came piling into the theater. It was weird. But the teens next to me, literally any time anything happened i heard the boy next to me go oh shit literally anytime a punch was thrown anytime any piece of like exposition was said anytime literally anything yeah, happened, happened in on my the screen too. right he would go oh shit and i was oh, like shit. what are you reacting to it was and like, then, end of the movie, there's a group of, like, nerd teens in front of me. We get to the part <laughs> where Harvey Birdman shows up, and he's like, hey, what's up? And then I hear one of the guys go, oh my god, Spider-Man! And I wanted to walk down there and slap him across the face. Just be like, how dare you be surprised and happy about this? You knew exactly th that this was fucking coming. Are you kidding me? What oh I was trying God. to say, what I was trying to say earlier was that he doesn't look into the camera because his face is covered. He, that entire final scene is completely ADR. Uh -huh. Michael Keaton. Yeah, it's not him. Yeah, you did can not tell. appear on set. Uh, and like, okay, so the that scene with Michael Keaton was uh, in the trailer. Like, the yeah. first trailer that came out. And they out. really wanted you to think he was going to be in the movie. Yeah, apparently. According to this Wikipedia page, I'm cru cruising through. Uh... He did originally have, like, an actual role in the movie, but he apparently... He got cut along with the robot arm. Yeah, it was being written, like, sort of independently of Spider-Man No Way Home. And then oh, when they whoops. took a gander at Spider-Man No Way Home, they were like, oh, this doesn't really make sense or work anymore. So now Well, that's they a decided, problem. Yeah, so then it became a problem. So they were like, I guess we just make it so that he gets teleported into jail, maybe. And, and the, after the movie, the movie is done. Yeah. If you're a person who cares about your own well-being, you have left the theater already. Like it's well, I kind it's of not have, canon. It doesn't count. Can I? May I? May I speak? Here's my. I have, yes. I have three. You may three approach points. the judge. I have three points. 
One, when I went to see this movie, the guy who tore my ticket was so nice. And he told me, he said, just so you know, Morbius has two mid credit scenes. There isn't an after credit scene. And I was like, this guy is awesome. Thank you so much. He's on your side. Yeah. Wow. That was so nice. Um, Another thing is how much, this is a question. I have, I have a. An anecdote, a question, and a statement. <laughs> so okay. my question is, how much did was Kevin Feige involved in the making of this movie? Not at all. See, that seems like a problem. That seems really problematic yeah. because, like, I know that it's all of the legal problems of, like, Spider-Man and being involved in the MCU. And I, we, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. we've talked about it on this podcast before, but, like, that... Makes it so complicated, especially if you're pulling from exclusively Marvel characters at this. I mean, like that have appeared. Well, I don't know anymore. I'm confused. I'm confusing myself, but it gets it gets messy. It's just messy. So, Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of like good news, bad news about how that relationship looks right now, because like, you know, Kevin Feige and, you know, Marvel Studios are, like, collaborating with Sony on, like, the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, their co-productions, like, it's all it's all together. Sony okay. has their own shit. They have Venom and Morbius and Craven the Hunter next year, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, and so, and these all seem like bad ideas because the lineup right now is uh, Craven the Hunter and then Madam Web and then <laughs> are we going to dunk on they announced El Muerto Starring uh, oh Bad Bunny, uh, which oh is God. literally a Spider-Man villain who appears in a comic book issue by J. Michael Straczynski from, like, the early 2000s. He's, oh, like, a no. Mexican wrestler. Um, they're just, like, whatever. I think they were just looking. They just liked Bad... Uh, I almost said Bad Baby. That's Catch Me Outside, girl. Uh, <laughs> bad... Is his name Bad Bunny? The bad pop star? Bad Bunny. Anyway. Th- yeah, uh, yeah. Because I guess they really liked him in Bullet Train, because that's also Colombia. And they're, like, just trying to find a vehicle for him. And so they're, like, El Muerto, I guess. But, like, the good news is it seems like the Spider-Woman movie they're going to make, which may or may not be directed by Olivia Wilde, uh, is going to be be another, uh, like, Marvel Studios co-production. So it seems like... It seems like they're Yay. trying to, like, increase their collaboration with Marvel and be like, maybe more than just Spider-Man will be, yeah. like, you know, more fully integrated. So I that, want, that seems I want, nice. I want them to do the weird-ass Spider-Woman from, or not Spider-Woman, sorry. I want them to make the weird-ass Spider-Girl comic from the 90s where it's Peter Parker's daughter and the Green Goblin is her cousin <laughs> and they have to go to prom and they like kill each other at prom. That's the movie that I want. When are they making that? Yeah, maybe. I don't know who's to say. They can say I would that. be so down for that. But yeah, I guess Listen, my- Multiverse of Madness, we could do whatever the yeah, fuck we want. Yeah. I want that weird comic from the 90s. Yeah, it's, I mean, especially coupled with everything everywhere all at once where, you know, there's a hot dog this is not part of the MCU. I just wanted to bring up the hot dog finger universes and everything everywhere all at once because it was both right. my least favorite and favorite thing from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess my uh, point is like, it just, it, it's starting to get really complicated with poor little divorced parents, Spider-Man because the like, cause Kevin Feige is overseeing like the Tom Holland, Peter Parker storylines right. and like has incorporated that into the MCU. And it, it mm-hmm. seemed pretty clear that like 
the Venom story, the Morbius story was just like an offshoot of another Spider-Man universe. And like they don't reference Spider-Man at all. So it's like, you know, these are just Spider-Man villains, but we're not necessarily like anchoring them to a Spider-Man and bringing in (laughs) bringing in Batman. 1989 is making things complicated (laughs) more than they were before. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Which also like this was my this is my statement is that in the past what a mid credit or after credit scene was just a little tiny tidbit. It was like the after dinner Mm -hmm. mint that like really like cleansed your palate and made you excited for the next thing that was going to come. And I think as time has gone on, like they've just gotten too long and too convoluted and too complicated. Like the first one in um, Iron Man or in, in the Incredible Hulk, it was the Incredible Hulk when like Tony Stark walks in and starts talking to like in the bar you're like whoa what huh what's going on or i guess there was one in iron man was there when yeah when, when nick, nick fury, fury comes up. in like it's just like it was literally like a 30 second scene they have like a two sentence conversation but you like <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know there's enough breadcrumbs to pick up but in this where it's like michael morbius sees the intergalactic interdimensional rifts in space <laughs> <laughs> which leads to the vulture being in the wrong like universe now and i guess he doesn't go back which like impl- with, there's weird implications in that like he's a family man like is he not as concerned about like being in the wrong universe like finding his family right. all that kingpin stuff from spider-verse like came to mm-hmm. mind but mm-hmm. like i don't know it was just so strange to like s- start interjecting all of these crazy like universe things. I know that like it didn't make it into the final cut of the movie, but maybe you need to cut your losses and not show so much of yeah, like all you of the cut the robot stuff. arm, cut this too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like I was just talking to my friends about this. I wish I wish that we lived in a society where Easter eggs could just be fucking Easter eggs right, again. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. it can just be a funny little thing that you notice if you know, and if you don't notice, it's whatever. Right. Like, it, everything has to have a meaning and a conspiracy and a plan behind it that obviously you're not picking up on if you didn't notice it. Like, even, we talk about it so much with the Pixar movies, too. It's like, it was just an inside joke yeah. that the same team <laughs> right. was working on this project and included things from other movies. That was it. Mm -hmm. But we couldn't handle that. We had to make all of the Pixar movies in the same universe. We had to make it so that every fucking time we see anything that's related to anything else, clearly those things are related. And clearly Mephisto is going to show up in Morbius (laughs) Torbius. Like, it's just... Just just chill out, everybody. Oh my god. Can we just have fun again? Can we just have fun? Uh, Here's some things I like about Morbius. Yes, uh, go on. Title sequence, genuinely sick as hell. Kind of love it. It matches nothing in the movie. <laughs> it's it's like this cool vaporwave, yeah. like a music. Like, oh my God. Like, there are so many like bits and pieces of aesthetic in this movie that I really like that it drops immediately or never uses. There's no fucking vampire imagery in this whole movie. But, like, that little bit of, like, vaporwave aesthetic that we get and, like, the purple underneath his coat when he's, like, in full vampire mode yeah, yeah, that, yeah. like, keeps, like, going out behind him when he's flying looks oh, yeah. sick. Yeah, pretty cool. And then we just, like, that's it, though. We don't see anything like that ever again. 
uh, I like the fake blood. I like the weird color oh, of the fake blood. I, where he's, like, no, it. I love the synthetic blood. I love that it's yeah, blue. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. I love the scene when he's getting, he's supposed to get his, his Academy Award. And then <laughs> <laughs> he, I like that it cuts away and he, he's talking to like um, his co-doctor slash lover and the, the little girl. And and he, she's like, you know, yeah, yeah. most people accept their uh, their their Nobel prizes. So then, you know, we can keep getting more funds. Like, I think that was a really fun little bit of storytelling. I liked it. Yeah. Genuinely, like a lot of the stuff. The blood. Yeah. I like that he drinks the blood like a Capri Sun. I think that's very fun. <laughs> and I think it's fun to imagine that in this universe, there are just people walking around every day who are just all full up with blue synthetic fake, fake blood star wars milk yeah. blood but here's blue i have a question though. yeah i have What's a question that? if he invented synthetic blood and like then why are we still taking blood donations because he also has bags and bags of real blood what that's up true. with that that's messed up well so uh, did they ever say did they ever say why the synthetic blood didn't cure their blood problems? Did they ever say why or just that it didn't? No, or did I they mean, even say well, that it didn't? I think no, they, they kind of just no, said... They say so clearly it's like it doesn't last. It's like this blood doesn't totally work. It only states me for a, a temporary amount of time. Well, uh, no, but I, I, mean, no, I don't oh, mean I as a vampire. I have an person. I mean... I mean, so, as a person with a blood problem, why didn't it fix yeah, his because, blood problem? Yeah, because, so, like, the, the the synthetic blood just fixes the fact that there is just, like, not enough blood donation happening, which, if you're listening to this in the future, jury trial, go donate blood, because people need it, because they haven't invented synthetic blood yet, or maybe they have, you're living mm. in the future, or maybe not they me. Have. And they're like, and you're looking back and you're going, like, damn, there was a time before synthetic blood. That's really mid. And then you're still saying mid and you should stop. But now it's like adults saying mid. It's like fully yeah. crushed yeah, over. It's like the scary. judge with his stupid wig and his stupid old face is like, wow, that's really mid. And like, yeah, stop, this- I'm on trial. <laughs> this, this is why you no, should let me leave. Let me leave. Judge. I hope that we're there. I hope future old us are also there in the trial, but we're not on trial. Looking at each and, other sheepishly. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, like, I'm, oh. yeah, I know. I was literally just going to say, I'm probably pulling the collar of my shirt being yeah. like, sorry, Jackson. That's on, that's on past me. I didn't, I didn't, I shouldn't have said that. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know, like, Judge. I didn't know you'd be wearing a stupid wig today. The synthetic blood does the like blood transfusions that they need all the time because that's what young Michael Morbius says. He says that there's a missing puzzle piece in our DNA, which means that we yeah. need three blood transfusions. But he says it in a little silly way instead of like, you know, so that you can we tell that he's smart change. and like also clever. Like in Cars, my favorite yeah, movie. That's it. Yeah, the oil change. <laughs> so they have the synthetic blood gets over the problem that there isn't enough blood for blood transfusions, but it doesn't solve the fact that they have DNA problems. That's where the bad yeah. okay, DNA okay. comes in, which doesn't give that's them COVID. Fair. It just oh, turns them into oh, vampires. Fuck. You know what? I literally didn't even consider that as like an element. I of forgot this. about that part of COVID, like genuinely. Doozy. I'll never forget. Uh, I'll never forget. I think, no, I think, you know, I don't know. It, the blood doesn't the synthetic blood doesn't work. I, I it's clear enough. It just it feels like weirdly ungenerous to be like, but why? It's like who cares? Uh yeah. 
Damn. Now, because <laughs> we, this, we need to be very kind to Morbius. Well, no, that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't Adeline's question. She was asking why the synthetic blood doesn't save them when they're before they're vampires, not after they're vampires. Yeah, no, when they're vampires, I get it. It's like yeah. it's not real. It's not as good. I'm like, okay, fair. I got it. I'm the bridge between these two worlds. Different blood. Everyone's yeah. right. Everyone is right here. Nobody's wrong. We're uh, just all looking at different sides of a book. My mm. side of the book is blue, and your <laughs> side of the book is red. It's and we've got the blood. best English teacher of all time who flips that book to prove a point. <laughs> Has everybody seen that Tumblr yeah. post, or is it just me? <laughs> my, my fucking, on ju- one of my fucking journalism professors did that in college. Oh, damn. Did Except you all stand a, on your desks and clout? No, there was a statue outside that was like a weird uh, like geometric statue. And it was like, everybody draw what you see from your perspective. And then we were like, look, all the drawings are different. And it's like, I'm 21 years old. <laughs> like, I'm Fuck paying you. so much money to be here. It's like when you go into a college class and they're like, all right, we're going to start off the first class with a name game. I'm like, give me my fucking money back. I want to go somewhere else. <laughs> now, come on. Name game days are good. No, I hate name games. I'm bad at them. Uh but okay, but genuinely, like a lot of the stuff in the first half of this movie, that's just like him turning into a vampire and freaking out, like really sincerely, genuinely works for me. Like yeah, I was sitting in that theater at like the forty-five minute mark, being like, "Is this movie like pretty good? Am I like <laughs> pretty into this movie?" And then it takes like a lot of very different sharp turns mm-hmm. in a lot of <laughs> bad directions. It makes like but basically thing. every incorrect decision it could possibly make from that point on. But here's the thing. This movie is, like, pretty short. Like, it's only, like, two hours, right? Yeah, hour and it's something like that. And we spend 45 minutes to turn the dang guy into a dang vampire. And then we only have, like, an hour left for him to, like, do something. And then, by spoiler alert, they don't do anything. But, like, we only have so much time for them to even try to do something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's Hello? how superhero origin story <laughs> movies work. What about Iron Man? Yeah, he's, but I like that one. Yeah, he's, <laughs> that one's good. I'm just saying, I do like, think... Then it takes him, like, yeah. two-thirds of the movie to become Iron Man in that one. And then he fights but Jeff Bridges. I guess, but then, but then he fights Jeff Bridges. I don't know. I, I think... Mean, but you're right, though. Like, ha- there are pacing problems. Like, in between the... I, I saw someone, like, counted out how long it is in between when he kills Matt Smith and when the, like, credits start rolling, and it's legitimately a minute <laughs> and a half. And, like, that was right, his yeah. lifelong best friend, and there's, like, no reverence or, like, sorrow or, like, you know, contemplation. Because the whole, like, the back half of the movie is him being, like, I'm killing Milo, and then I'm killing myself, because, like, this needs to end. Right. And so, like, a minute and a half goes by, and there's, like, no implication that he's gonna, like, uh, like K- K-word himself. Uh, and then he doesn't, and then the movie's over. This is over. a podcast. Like, We're not being censored here, Keisha. I, I'm, I'm not Nobody saying gives a it shit to what censor- we say here. I'm not saying it to censor myself. I'm saying it to be funny. That's why people Damn. say things is to be funny. Damn. Okay. What's funnier, kill but- myself, KMS, or K-word myself? <laughs> Vote now. Vote yeah. in the comments. Vote, Vote in the comments. What's funny? I'm asking you, the jury of the future, on Jackson's trial. <laughs> <laughs> the judge is like, I find, I, I rule in honor of the defendant, KMS is funniest. <laughs> and then everybody like stands up and goes like, rah, 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 and they're like, oh, wait, fuck, that's not what we're here for. 
you know the story is the guy who sciences himself into a vampire and then but that's all you know i kind of want him to do that quickly so that we can get into the stuff that i don't know about him but it takes him 45 minutes to science himself into a vampire like i don't know it's just i don't care that, it, that part it feels was like long, a very small thing but well, that's fair <laughs> but like in iron man i'm just like defending myself because like in iron man he's not the one thing that I know about Iron Man is not that he sciences himself into an Iron Man. It's, like, all these different things that we, like, established at the beginning and we're, like, doing. And there's, like, through lines. And it's a good movie that has, like, a good plot. So, like, there's other stuff that we're doing. And when he, like, sciences himself into Iron Man, he's got other things that he's doing. And there's other things that we know about him and other things that we want him to do. With Morbius, after he sciences himself into a vampire, I don't know what to do with him anymore. So we spend 45 minutes doing that, and then we don't know what to do with him anymore. Right. Uh, the hallway sequence is good, though. With the lights in the hallway. That's pretty sick. Uh, that yes. was fun. Ookie, that was pretty ookie, fun. Ookie. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Know, oh, and the bit where he locks himself in the cage and is like, I'm going to... I don't even remember what he was... It's been a month and a half since I saw the movie. When he like well, he locks like, himself yeah, in the no, cage he and he's like, like, I'm not going to have any blood. Like, see how long I can go. That was pretty cool. I like that, too. I don't know what his exit strategy was, but, you know, that's fine. Well, he also, didn't have a good enough when, one, clearly. I, no, because then Milo had to come in and you had to be like, oh, he's going to kill him. But then he does. But not then. It's foreshadowing. I like this scene where he realizes that the cops are going to come get him. And so he acts like he's still, like, you know, disabled. <laughs> he puts on a hoodie. That's pretty silly. And then right. he's like, damn, it's not working. And then he just, like, bolts out of there and then <laughs> ascends into the heavens. But then, like, gets really dizzy and <laughs> doesn't jump off of the building. Right. That's pretty fun. That's pretty cool. I like how much where he can does jump. He- I remember the costume at the end. When does he, like, put on that costume? It's kind of hilarious. Dude, I don't know. I kind of love that costume. It's just so ridiculous. I feel like I don't even know what you're talking about. He's got, like, a fucking cape with, like, purple on the inside. Yeah, it's sick. Well, his coat has purple on the inside the whole movie. Oh, is that it? But it's just, like, a regular, like, pea coat that he wears every once in a while. Maybe wow, I remember I'm it wrong. dumb. I, I didn't. I feel like I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I feel like there's <laughs> or like maybe okay, I so did, this, but the special effects of making both of these men and one of the British men look like vampires is so bad. Like oh, yeah, it terrible. looks like spear. It looks like spirit yeah. Halloween decorations. And there's like one second in the finale where I had the thought like, oh, this looks good, and it immediately morphs. It never looks the same. It is always changing how it looks. There's right. not a vampire look and a regular mo- look. He's just like always changing how he looks, but it doesn't look intentional. Yeah. It just yeah. looks like we didn't know like what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it might have had something to do because you know how when there's an inconsistency between like how something sounds and how something looks, it kind of felt right. like mm-hmm. that a little bit where they, they needed to do some like vocal editing to also yeah. make it look like, ooh, scary bat. 
ooh, scary, scary bat. And then I've been like, that's a scary bat. But I was like, why does Look it sound like, bat. why does that scary bat sound like Doctor Who? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, or like Venom in Spider-Man 3 where he's just like, hey, Peter. Yep. Hey, uh-huh. Peter. Hey, what's up, Yeah, you're going to take some good pictures. Yeah. I want God to kill you. I hate the spider. You hate the spider. Let's go kill a little spider. Yeah, it's like that. I am always so mad. Spider-Man 3 has more religious imagery in it than Venom 2 did, and that makes me mad. Yeah, I guess fair. Not, not, I mean, not, the whole thing takes place in the cathedral. But does it, like, does it kind of crucify somebody fun. in that place? The only, uh, uh, yes, uh, the only scene, thing fun they do, all the, the only thing stuff. fun they do is when he like doesn't want him to kill the priest because he like respects him. That's like the only thing that that is like fun about no, that scene. The rest of it is just like we're in a church. Like, yeah. <laughs> that seems good. That movie's good. Uh, I love all hey, that. I just want stuff. them to go ham. I want this movie to go ham with their vaporwave vampire aesthetic, yeah, and they man. don't. They just don't do it. I want them to fucking just go crazy with it. I want this movie to be vampire beats to study to, and it's not. <laughs> that title sequence is so fucking good. I want to watch it. It's again. so good. It's really cool. It gets uh, you so excited for a movie that doesn't <laughs> exist because it doesn't look like that. Yeah. Uh, and then Michael Keaton's in it at the end. Okay. Uh, how are we? <laughs> Would you guys like to hear a uh, five-star review one, of Morbius? I have one question. Okay, what's Or is up? this the cutoff? Do we hit the cutoff point? Uh, we're way past know. the cutoff point. But. Okay, uh, yeah. I just want to know, do you think that this movie would have been as memed to death if it had come out in a normal time frame and hadn't been constantly pushed back because of the pandemic, etc.? I think a part of it is the fact that Jared Pedophile Leto is in it also is also definitely a part of the movie. I mean, yeah, I didn't say like, it earlier, but like, I think that's the biggest difference between Venom and this. Is like Venom has that like incredible performance at the center of it. Yeah, people from like a like really beloved Hardy, actor. And he's really yeah. cool. Cool. And he's, and he's doing a great job. Yeah. Jared Leto, who I maintain, I kind of like. I'm sorry, Judge. I know this is still <laughs> yeah. a confession. But, it's still not looking good. Uh, but like, even still, like, it's not, it's not like a big fun thing. I like to imagine about. that in the future, in the courtroom, we've gotten to this part in the podcast, and this is the point where you like put your hand, you're like facing your hands, and you've like started <laughs> yeah. crying. Like this is the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, and you, you like know look it. over to your wife and kids, and they've like they're yeah. starting to leave the, the room because it's so. And they're like clutching each other's hands and looking at yeah. you in horror when they realize that you are guilty. I wonder they're how gonna many have to start their life there over. are outside. Yeah. Really angry. <laughs> like so trying many. to get me the death penalty. Yeah. yeah, this is this is the court this is the courtroom that the whole world is gonna hear. Nothing's gonna be the same afterwards. And it's we fun. all know it in this moment. It's fun, he's got Tom Cruise energy. Who among you? And now you've started like beating on the banister with your fists, just who, like in tears. Let who? Hey, let who? He who is without sin cast the first stone. Judge, turn that off. It's not fair. <laughs> objection! 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 Uh, He's like <laughs> the lawyers, like getting over the stand, like ripping it out. The stenographers, <laughs> like t- typewriter. They still use typewriters in 2070 or whatever the fuck. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, uh, oh, I think the trailer is a big part of it, too, about it being memed to death. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, like, fucking Dr. Michael Morbius at your service bit the, is, the, like, Michael know, but so the, fucking embarrassing. Like, I don't think people had a choice. But yeah. we've, And we've been seeing this trailer for, like, two damn years at this <laughs> I point. I know, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. I do think part of it is because it kept getting pushed back. Like, I remember I talked with a coworker in, like, January about Morbius, and we were like, yeah. I don't think it's ever even going to come out. I think they're I just going to keep pushing this one. it back. 
I think so. it's like the phenomenon where the B movie became a huge meme suddenly because I think as a generation we realized that we had all seen it, so we could all make jokes about it. That's exactly the same thing that happened with the Morbius trailer. We've all seen it, yeah, so many times, so we have it all memorized. So if we just make a random meme about it, we'll all know exactly what you're talking about. Right? Yeah. All right. No further because, questions. Yeah, I mean Your that Honor. trailer. That trailer came out in like 2019. Yeah. Like it was originally yeah. like the original release date was like. Two th- or what was it? I guess the original release date was like summer 2020. Yeah, um, like but like early summer 2020. So like yeah, so it was like pre-pandemic that trailer came out and was playing in theaters and just has continued to be playing in theaters throughout the entire pandemic, uh, like up until April when it finally came out because it kept getting pushed back. Another thing I wanted to mention, just super quick. I know I tried to end the podcast a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I just Judge noticed right when I down. was looking at the Wikipedia, what, adding charges for lying about ending yeah, a podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh, that's a crime. Uh, Objection. In the future, uh, it is. Hearsay. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a lot more strict regulation on podcasts in the future. Yeah, and they're like, they, because right now it's like the Wild West oh, of yeah. podcasts. We're yeah. going to get to the part where there's going to be like groups of like... Uh, crusaders like going around and killing the people and they're gonna be like oh we need somebody to come in and like establish law here and then uh, you're not allowed to say kill yourself on the, on the podcast and you have to say yeah, k-word yourself k-word yourself good tie-in i just noticed that apparently they did reshoots on this movie like february of this year what the like, damn hell? Oh, no. like what fully the damn like hell? three years after they finished principal photography i was like whoops that doesn't seem right uh-oh that's how you know it's gonna be great. What? That's how you know it's gonna be a good flick. What did they? What did they put in there? What yeah, did you do? I really want to know what footage is from those reshoots because that's insane. That oh, oh wow, I'm, I'm so curious now. Do you think maybe it was one of the stupid like super CGI shots? Like could it be that? Maybe. Maybe they just show up to the warehouse and like, can we swing you around just like for a couple days? Can we do that thing where we like spin you around on the swing set and let you go and you spin the other way really quickly and then like some like fucking bats or something? I hope it was that scene where Matt Smith is watching Morbius and his girl have a little makeout scene on the roof and he's just watching. It probably, it probably actually genuinely, it probably was that scene of Matt Smith dancing in his hotel room. It probably was actually that. That That's like the best scene in the fucking movie though. That's really good stuff. But it doesn't require anything except Matt Smith dancing around in that room. I think they could have done that. They could do that today and just like send it out to the movie theaters. (laughs) My test, my, I'm testifying now. Good job on your okay. reshoot. If it was that Matt Smith part, it if it was like that, that was fine. Daniel Espinosa and Jared Leto are in the room also. Yeah. Jared Leto has gone up on the stand and testified that he was in fact not good in Morpheus. <laughs> well, he's like he's like tied up like fucking Hannibal Lecter yeah. with like the mask. Yeah. That's his Met Gala wielded, looking at everybody with like a very haunting look in his eyes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's really funny. <laughs> can we see the end of the podcast? Somebody said, draw Jared Leto yeah. tied up like Cannibal Lecter. Read, admitting read the, admitting read in a court review. of law that he was not good. In, uh, okay, so hey, do you guys want to hear yeah, we're not a five-star review of <laughs> Morbius? We're peaking, we're peaking. Um, <laughs> and the podcast, turn it off. <laughs> uh, so this person gave Morbius five stars and they said, it was really pretty brave of them to make a movie about Morbius in this political climate. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> what? 
So hey, you can <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Noters Pod. I'm at Jepper Pack. Adeline's at Hollaback Horse. And uh, this has been Cool Takes. I'm Jackson McMurray. We have to go. Turn it off. Turn off the podcast. <laughs> cool. We gotta get out of here. Cool Takes are cool because really say your names. Oh, See, oh this shoot! Is, this oh is, my god. See, in the future court, they don't like it, it, like it's, like decide you're gonna be executed, that they do it later. The judge just like pulls out a handgun and shoots you in the head in the middle of the court. So I think Jackson's already dead. So we we can stop.